Israel is a land of diverse cultures, religions, foods, music and people. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he explores the devout and divine, the off the wall and outrageous and everything in between. Right here on 101.9 High FM. Okay, I hope that we're dealing with all the gremlins today and we have the professor on the line. Prof, are you with us? Yes, uh, Benji, I am online. <laughs> Sometimes with even with the 4IR, you, you, you can't get some simple electronics on. But I'm happy to have you on, Prof. Thank you so much. And I do apologize for all of that. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, one of the things that you've been doing since uh, the University of Johannesburg that you've taken over, one of the fascinating projects has been a project in writing about uh, interesting African leaders of the past. Tell us how you had that idea, and, and where is that project progressing? Uh, well, uh, I have a book that is actually uh, uh, coming out on, 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 on leadership in the 21st century. Uh, and, and, and I believe that uh, as we reflect on how we tackle this, uh, um, this uh, uh, important issue of leadership in a very complex and dynamic uh, environment, it is important for us to, to look back in, into the past. So what we decided to do was to uh, uh, get experts to write uh, books on leaders, African leaders uh, 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 of the past. Uh, uh, and, uh, and we have gotten um, uh, quite a number of them out, uh, an autobiography, uh, not an auto, a biography of, uh, of Robert Suwukwe is, uh, is, is, is being uh, written. Um, uh, a biography of Helen Sussman is also being written, and so on and so forth. So what we, what we really wanted was was to to reflect on the past so that we can be able to chart a better way for the future. And and how are you choosing people? Are you are you looking at people who are? I mean, Helen Sussman and, and Robert Sibuke both already have books. Are these retrospectives, or are you are you trying to dig up new heroes? How are you? Focusing on 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 which parts of the past should I say? Well, I I I I think what is important is how do we learn from the past in order to understand the present moment. It's very very important, you know, uh, for us to be able to do that. I think um, uh, not too long ago, uh, I wrote an article on Wangari Matai. In fact, it was this weekend where yes. I was looking at. Um, at what uh, 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 what she has achieved and uh, what what we can draw, what lessons can we draw from her achievement, so that we can be able to tackle uh, the present uh, 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 the presence that we, that we are facing. Obviously, she was quite uh, strong on on matters of climate change. What does climate change means today when technology is moving very very uh, uh, rapidly? Can we be able to use technology to be able to deal with issues of, of climate change? Does it accelerate or decelerate uh, the, the pace at which we are uh, destroying the, the planet and what do we do about it? So it is mainly about understanding these personalities and using our understanding of these personalities in order to make sense of the present 
to chart a better way for the future. Well, certainly I think it's, uh, you know, we don't spend enough time thinking critically about our past. I, I really do think that uh, this is a very laudable project, and I'm looking forward uh, to seeing uh, some of the outputs. Uh, let's yeah. stay on campus for a little bit. Uh, you've come in with some very ambitious goals for the University of Johannesburg. Uh, you, you've established a number of institutes, uh, and you even want to do a medical school as well, uh, which is very timely given what the world is going through at the moment. So, so talk to us about how your, your vision for the university uh, is, is, is being implemented and, and what are the challenges now, given some of these uh, problems that we have. Uh, obviously, kids are not on campus or, you know, it's been a crazy year um, for everyone, but I'm sure for you in particular. No, absolutely. Uh, um, I, 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 absolutely. So my vision for the University of Johannesburg is to position it uh, within the context of uh, the fourth industrial revolution. And the fourth industrial revolution is about uh, this exponential uh, technologies such as artificial intelligence and so on and so forth, and how they interface uh, with our um, with with us as human beings, our identity, our society, our environment, and so on and so forth. Very, very important. Uh, it actually forces us to change the way we do things, the way we teach, and so on, and so on and so forth. So here at the University of Johannesburg, for example, as a result of COVID, we were able to make a transition to online much, much faster than any other university in South Africa. And as a result, we completed the first academic uh, uh, year on time, and we are going to complete the academic year in December, in, in November, on time. Uh, and that is because our strategy of moving the university into the fourth industrial revolution is working for us. Now, uh, 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 what are some of the things that we are uh, that we have done? Uh, we have introduced a, a compulsory course in artificial intelligence, for example, where all our students are supposed to take so that they understand this beautiful technology. Of course, it's not going to make them world experts, but it is going to make them educated in a way, uh, understand what this technology is all about, what it can do, what are some of its pitfalls, and so on and so forth. And accordingly, I don't know whether you saw that, uh, I just launched a book which you can get at exclusive book, books, which is um, uh, Closing the Gap, the Fourth Industrial Revolution in Africa, where my vision is actually uh, crystallized. Uh, 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 and, and how we can be able to expand this vision beyond our campus to the rest of society, um, whether it is on matters of tackling the issue of corruption, using technological gadgets in order to uh, tackle the problem of corruption, whether it is uh, on the issues of how do we use these technologies in order to deal with the issue of uh, early detection of, 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 of covid so that we can be able to deal with this pandemic and so on. Uh, Prof, uh, in fact, I was going to ask you about closing the gap uh, and the book. I mean, a lot of fear is out there around AI um, and, and 4IR technologies, you know, in, in, a, in a society like ours where we already have a, a big jobless rate. 
Uh, and people are concerned that this technology is going to create more unemployment. Uh, other people are concerned that we're reaching a point now with AI where it's becoming more intelligent than humans in some respects uh, and can think on its own. What, what do you make of these risks in the African context? Well, these risks are real. And that is where, as a community, as a society, as a nation, we have to come, uh, we, we have to come and understand these risks and, uh, um, and do something about it. Uh, and this will involve, uh, uh, you know, um, the scientific aspect of it, the political aspect of it, and also the, you know, the ethical, religious aspect of it. And by the way, I, I wish you all the best uh, during the Sukkot, uh, um, because, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the religious dimension of it is very, very important. What, what, what does, what do all these changes mean for us as, as, as human beings? The, the, the World Health Organization has a committee that is looking on the ethics of artificial intelligence as it is applied to the whole field of health. And I'm part of that uh, committee that has all these people uh, from all over the world. What does it mean when an algorithm diagnoses a disease? What does it mean if it does not only just diagnose the disease, but a robot actually acts on that uh, decision? Uh, what does it mean when it makes a mistake? Uh, wh wh what is the ethical framework that we need to embed on algorithms? How do we teach our community um, uh, uh, to be able to, uh, to understand these ethical questions? Does it mean that we have to bring religious leaders uh, into our classrooms uh, while we are teaching artificial intelligence? And I think in many ways, yes, we have to do that because these are very, very um, uh, uh, difficult questions that cannot only be answered by, by scientists. Absolutely. Yeah. Fascinating stuff as we move into uh, this discussion. I'm going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking again. Professor Mawala. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Schulman. We're back with 101.9. Hi, family. Do you are? <laughs> and we're talking to Professor Chiliti Mawala. He is uh, the VC of the University of Johannesburg and just having a, a, a broad discussion about uh, universities and, uh, and, and AI and all these sorts of things. I mean, Professor, what is the future of the university if we don't really have a campus uh, and, and people are not? Uh, are learning online and, and all these sorts of things. I mean, are, are, are campuses themselves going to change as we move into the future? I, absolutely. Campuses are going to change. It is clear that um, uh, we are going to bring more technology into in technologies into uh, the classroom. It is clear that the future is not uh, purely uh, uh, physical contact, and even that physical contact is going to mutate. It is not going to be um, uh, okay to have uh, a class of 200 students. You will have to have uh, much, much fewer students so that you can be able to ensure uh, social uh, distancing. Uh, it is quite clear, uh, and we call this uh, blended learning. This is a bombastic word that is used uh, by academics to describe this new mode in which we are going to educate people, where people are are there 
physically, but uh, uh, on, or, 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 on, on a limited extent, but they are also there digitally because they are spending a lot of time learning u- using uh, virtual reality, uh, learning using other learning uh, platforms. That is the future. But uh, I have to also caution that uh, human beings are social animals, and uh, uh, social contact is something that we cannot completely eliminate from education. I think we are still going to have uh, uh, contact just to be managed uh, uh, in a way that uh, that ensures that uh, uh, big classrooms and, uh, and 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 large gatherings are absolutely limited. Uh, 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 and so on and so forth. But otherwise, uh, the future is going to be uh, a con- convergence of technology and human beings, as it is already uh, the case. Many of us, Benji, if I were to take away your iPhone, uh, I'm just guessing that you are using an iPhone uh, for, <laughs> for, for, for for few hours, you, you would not be in the same state of mind because that iPhone has become such a, uh, an important aspect of you. Absolutely. Now, Prof, I'm interested also in your perspective on involving the humanities. I know that you recently applied Ubuntu philosophy to uh, to AI, and you, you even hold a regular reading club, which anyone can join uh, if you ever wanted to read with the with the with the VC. Uh, and uh, tell us what is the idea behind that, and what kind of traction have you got uh, with your with your reading uh, with your reading initiative? Well, I think uh, I think a society that does not read uh, uh, shall ultimately die. Uh, and I also believe that leaders who do not read uh, should not lead, because uh, 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 you would agree with me that uh, uh, um, uh, 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 you know leadership that is based on knowledge is a much more effective leadership than leadership that is based on ignorance. So uh, so I was very worried that uh, our society uh, does not seem to be reading as much as it was supposed to uh, be doing. So I initiated this project uh, where I read um, a book and uh, I, I sometimes write an op-ed around a book. Uh, um, so, uh, for example... Uh, uh, there was a book uh, uh, that was shortlisted for the Booker Prize, uh, written by a Zimbabwean uh, lady called No Violet, uh, No Violet Bulawayo. Uh, uh, we need new names, uh, which I read with my staff and students and anybody who is interested to join. And this month, I'm going to be reading uh, uh, the shortlisted book. Uh, it was also written by a Zimbabwean. It has been shortlisted for. For the Booker Prize, uh, uh, the Monable Body, uh, which I absolutely uh, have enjoyed, uh, and he talks about contemporary issues of a society that is failing to meet its obligations to its people. Uh, um, uh, very, very important that we read. Um, next year, we are going to be reading more about technology, uh, just like last year where I read uh, Thinking Fast and Slow and many other exciting books. Uh, and this is really to elevate, um, you know, uh, the consciousness of issues that are um, changing all around us. Absolutely. I think a really good initiative 
Uh, like when else do you get a chance to read with the vice chancellor? So I would definitely suggest people uh, take you up on that, Prof. Uh, a, a question I have for you. You know, we talk about the AI for IR. Uh, you know, some of us, like me, for example, are not so mathematically inclined, but, but we have a population in South Africa who I'm sure could be. Uh, are we doing enough uh, to get math and science into our high schools and our primary schools? Because we, we can talk about 4 oh, but we need people with the right tools to actually be able to engage with the subject. Is, is, is our education system good for purpose on this particular issue? Well, I think we can do much, much better. Uh, I think uh, uh, the fact that uh, 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 our mathematics in our schooling system, uh, the crisis uh, of mathematics in our schooling system is something that has been written quite extensively about. Uh, the fact that, uh, uh, and the question is, what do we do about it? Uh, as the University of Johannesburg, we have played our part um, we have a high school, uh, UJ Metropolitan, uh, here in, in Auckland Park, uh, that actually uh, uh, spends quite a great deal of time uh, building capacity around uh, the issues of mathematics and science. Excellent school, uh, uh, one of the best performing schools uh, in Gauteng. Uh, we also have a primary school in Soweto, uh, Funda Ujawule, um, uh, uh, you can't teach there unless you have a master's degree, uh, doing a, f- a fantastic job at a foundational uh, stage. So these are the sort of things that we need to do. Uh, we have a crisis, given, we have a crisis in mathematics, we are not doing enough. But what is important is that me as a citizen, what do I do about it? Do I throw my hands in the air and say, all is lost, or do I say that, no, I can do something about this, and actually go and do something about it, and I think that is what we all should do. Yeah, Prof, I could speak to you all day, and uh, unfortunately we're already coming to the end of the show, but it's, we've covered so much already, but I do want to allow the listeners to to be able to access uh, your, your, your knowledge and, and perspectives more broadly, so if someone wants to um, wants to read your book or, or join the book club or just see what's going on at UJ. How do they, how, how do they, they, they check that out? Well, I mean, uh, uh, I, 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 you can follow me on Twitter where I post many of my thinking and, uh, uh, and, 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 and everything that, uh, is occupying my mind. T, at TXM1971. Uh, at TXM 1971. Uh, so uh, there, I post uh, everything from uh, from from from. For example, I'm going to be launching uh, uh, closing the gap this Thursday. So there, you will find uh, details on how uh, to participate uh, in that. Uh, next week, I will be reading the book uh, um, the Monable uh, Body. Again, I will post there um, uh, for you to know how you can be able to participate and also to engage on issues. Uh, uh, every morning I run a poll uh, on my Twitter uh, uh, account where I ask various questions. Uh, uh, yesterday we were asking about uh, uh, Elon Musk uh, basically stating that uh, we will be able to send human beings to uh, to Mars, uh, I was asking whether 
you could be interested to be a volunteer. Who would volunteer uh, in situations like that? Uh, so that we can get, we can start discussing some of the issues that are important for for humanity going forward. Absolutely, and go check out. Uh, I've seen "Closing the Gap" is available at Exclusive Books, so you can also purchase it. Makes a good uh, a good present if you want to up your IQ and just get a sense about where the future goes. Professor Mawala, thank you so much for joining us on the show. We really appreciate your time and keep up the good work. No, thank you very much, Benji, and I hope now that we are on level one, that you and I will go for a cup of nice tea. I would appreciate that, Prof. Maybe we could even do it in a sukkah uh, uh, somewhere uh, as well. Oh, fantastic. That would be beautiful. Thank you very much. <laughs>